So good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. But if you're where Victoria is, it's 9.40. Or no, I guess it's 8.40 in the morning. Adjust it for your time zone. If you're listening to my me live, then you know the right time, and it, that's great. You can always pick these calls up on SoundCloud. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and they should pop up. If you get your podcast elsewhere than SoundCloud, if you put in Frank Lomas, uh, anti-aging, or TR90, they could very well pop up there as well. So with that being said, for those that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon welcoming you to this wonderful 15th day of June 2021. And the TR90 program in a nutshell is it's one really good clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, getting 30 minutes of exercise in at least five days a week. should be moderate to heavy exercise. I would mix it up between both resistance and aerobic just uh, and weight bearing so that you get a good, that you're well-rounded and that you're not shorting one side of the equation over the other. Drinking plenty of water. Current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if, for instance, you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water. If you're not up to that level yet, start with wherever you are at and build it up. But if you're exercising moder- uh, moderately or heavily and, or you are um, in a very humid area, you'll need to increase that because your body releases a lot as you perspire, and so there is, you need to replace that. 30 grams of protein at least three meals. Taking your supplement 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimal, but if you're not able to do it, do take it with your meal when you remember because that it will definitely help. It's just that it works a little better synergistically if it's onboarding your system prior to the meal hitting your stomach. Eating seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables. Eating the rainbow is a good thing because it gives you a wide variety of micro and macronutrients, and it really helps with our 90 program. Getting seven to eight hours of rest daily, and that's really important because it helps your body reset things overnight. It reshapes things. Just like the water clears out toxins, it's, it's all good. So with that being said, that is the TR90 program in a nutshell. I'm always looking for, for things to share with you that are in support of that TR90 lifestyle. And information I'm sharing today is coming out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And the last time I was with you, I was sharing about why we should be including whole soybeans and soybean um, as close to its whole form as possible. 
and I'm going to continue sharing some of that information with you again today because I think it's important. We need to be well-rounded. We need to have uh, alternate information to help support that PR90 lifestyle. So there are a host of specific reasons to get soy into your diet, but one excellent reason is that soy is a valuable protein alternative to animal protein. A half cup of tofu provides 18 to 20 grams of protein, which is about 40% of the daily requirement for most people. The same amount of tofu also provides 258 milligrams of calcium, which is more than one quarter of our daily needs, and 13 milligrams of iron, 87% of a woman's daily need, and 130% of man's daily need for that iron. There's, here's a comparison of percentage of protein by weight of just a few foods. Soy flour is 51% protein. Whole dry soybeans is 35% protein. Fish is only 22% protein. Hamburger is only 13% protein. And whole milk is just 3% protein. Boosting your protein intake isn't in and of itself a goal, the more important aspect of soy is as a protein source that doesn't contain many of the undesirable components of other protein sources in our diet. In particular, saturated fat, but also include, including hormones, antibiotics, pesticides, and other negatives. Finally, even though soy offers the highest quality protein of any plant food, it's low in calories. Indeed, tofu has the lowest known ratio of calories to protein in any plant food, save for accepting the mung beans and soybean sprouts. Soy's benefits go beyond its not being meat. It has long been recognized as having a beneficial effect on blood cholesterol levels. A recent study investigated the effects of soy protein and soy isoflavones on blood pressure and cholesterol levels in 61 middle-aged Scottish men who were at high risk of developing coronary heart disease. For five weeks, half of the men consumed diets that contained at least 20 grams of soy protein and 80 grams of soy isoflavones each day. The control group consumed a diet that was without any soy, but did contain olive oil. The soy consumers were found to have significant reductions in both dystolic and systolic blood pressure. That means both the upper and the lower numbers. Moreover, their control, total cholesterol was significantly lowered, and their HDL, the good cholesterol, was significantly increased. The control group also enjoyed an increase in their HDL cholesterol levels, but their blood pressure was unaffected and their LDL or black bag cholesterol levels did not drop. The researchers concluded that eating at least 20 grams of soy protein, including 80 grams micrograms of soy isoflavones for a minimum of five weeks, would be effective in reducing the risk of cardiovascular disease in high-risk middle-aged men. 
In connection with promoting cardiovascular health, it's significant that soy has been found to lower heart disease risk by increasing the size of the LDL cholesterol particles. Small, dense LDL is the most dangerous form of cholesterol. The large LDL, especially when accompanied by adequate supplies of HDL, is considered much less risky in a study at Tufts University on subjects with high cholesterol, researchers found that those who ate a diet high in soy protein significantly increased the size of their LDL particles compared with periods when they ate diets high in animal protein. The participants were given four different diets, each for a period of six weeks, a soy protein diet with no isoflavins, a soy protein enriched with isoflavins, animal protein with no added isoflavins, and animal protein with added isoflavins. The isoflavins had no effect, but the soy protein consumption resulted in a decrease in the amount of small, dense LDL and an increase in the larger HLDL particles compared with the animal protein. This is yet another argument for using soy as a regular substitute for animal protein in the diet. Another way that soy promotes heart health is due to the ability of soy protein to increase blood vessels, uh, blood, blood level, sorry, blood levels of nitric oxide, a m- molecule that can boost blood vessel dilation and reduce the free radical damage of cholesterol and the adhesion of white cells to blood vessel walls. Preventing these events lessens the risk for the development of atherosclerotic plaques, and in one study of mice found that when fed soy protein diets, the mice had increased levels of nitric oxide metabolites compared with the mice that were fed other protein sources. So there's another good reason, and my personal preference is if I'm going to go for soy products, I try to look for the non-GMO ones because those tend to be a little better overall. That's just my personal note. Soy protein is an excellent food for those who suffer from diabetes and particularly non-insulin dependent diabetes. The protein and fiber in soy products can help to stabilize blood sugar levels. There's also evidence soy protein can help to protect both the heart and kidneys of diabetic patients from the damage that can be caused by the disease. In a recent study, diabetic patients who were switched to a diet containing 35% soy protein and 30% vegetable protein showed significant reductions in the total cholesterol, triglyceride and LDL blood cholesterol levels as well as an improvement in kidney function. The researchers concluded that a diet that included soy protein could reduce the risk for heart disease and also improve kidney function in diabetic patients. Finally, there is evidence that soy protein, which has a significant fiber content, could play a role in reducing the risk of various cancers, including, but not limited to, breast cancer, prostate, and colon cancers. Various components of soy have demonstrated anti-carcinogenic effects. They include protease inhibitors, 
phytoesterols, saponins, leucosin, phenolic acids, phytic acids, and isoflavones. The fiber in soy also plays a role in reducing cancer risk. Fiber seems to be able to bind to some of the cancer-causing toxins and escort them out, escort them from the body, thus decreasing the incidence of cancer, particularly colon cancer. It has been noted that in various parts of the world where soy is eaten regularly, the rates of colon cancer as well as breast and prostate cancer tend to be lower than the rates in Western cultures where meat proteins are a more dominant part of the diet. A study in mice showed that a combination of soy protein and black tea synergistically inhibited prostate tumor growth. Once again, this demonstrates the beneficial synergy of whole foods in preventing disease. And I think I'm going to stop there because I don't think I can get through the next section. Oh, maybe I can. It's real short. So many people ask me about soy and thyroid dysfunction in general. Adequate dietary iodine seems to be protective against soy's occasional potential for promoting thyroid hormone abnormality. In addition, epidemiological studies show that soy consumption may reduce the risk for thyroid cancer. So how much soy should you eat? It might be difficult. It can be difficult to figure out how much soy is beneficial to health, because many consumers look for amounts of soy isoflavones on soy food labels. Unfortunately, some foods don't list isoflavones. Some others list isoflavone amounts that are inaccurate, and some foods list isoflavone fortification. Dr. Pratt does not recommend relying on added isoflavones. There isn't enough evidence to confirm the long-term safety of isoflavone-fortified products. Here's the key to shopping for soy foods. Check the protein content on the label. In general, the best way to learn the isoflavone content of a food is to rely on the listed protein content. The protein content of the food is closely linked to the isoflavone content. You can get the benefits of soy with as little as 10 grams of soy protein a day. For example, one quarter cup of soy nuts has 15 grams of soy protein. While soy nuts are high in calories, most people love to eat a scant quarter cup while relaxing at the end of the day. That's all it takes to get the benefit of soy. So I think I'm going to stop there and we have reached the end of our time. If you're looking to build a business, One Team Global on Facebook Live will be sharing some information on how to build a business. With that being said, I'm going to encourage everyone to get out and enjoy the lovely time of year we've got right now, and I'm going to pick everybody up from you and say goodbye. So there we have it, my friends. Soy, the benefits, more benefits of soy and soy protein. Thank you, Susan. You are Thank welcome. You. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a great rest of the day. You're on vacation now? I turn in the key. 
I turn in the keys and the badge to the school, and now I'm, I will be officially when I do that on summer break. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. So well, you're doing your time the, well, I made sure I got the classroom all cleaned up and emptied out yesterday, and I got the report cards finished yesterday and stuff, and I figure I need to at least go back and then show my face because they're paying me for today, whether I'm there or not. <laughs> so I'm going, oh, okay. you're so oh. good. You're so good, not taking advantage. That's good. Well, and it takes it takes being supremely organized to do that. So, you know, I figured... If I do that, then it's a good thing. And I have to take a thank you note back for the principal because she bought my lunch yesterday very unexpectedly. And I want to make sure she gets thanks for that. <laughs> well, so, that, that uh, is a, that's paying forward. <laughs> that is true. And, you know, I just I want to make sure that she gets recognized that I did not expect it, and it was very sweet of her to do that. So, <laughs> anyway, have a great rest of the day, folks, and we will see you when we see you next. <laughs> okay, guys, have a great day. Bye. You too. You too.